the 1990 Jetta two-door. Are you, are you dragging some like a like a playing card across your beard right now? No, is the audio quality bullshit? Every time you talk, there's like a. It's not. It doesn't sound like as staticky as I'm making it sound. Oh. I was just making sure you weren't speaking and scratching your stubble with a playing card. No, do you want me to try? Do you want me to try doing that? No, I don't think it would help. I, think I, I don't a, think it would counteract anything. I think I have a playing card right here. Let's see. Does it make any noise if I do it? It sounds exactly the same. No way! <laughs> oh my god! I wish. Ah, uh, I wish it was. I could record that. I don't know if it's gonna. Cause no, we're not. No one's ever gonna hear it. What do you mean? I'm recording this right now. Right, but you're recording it locally to your computer. You're saying the stuff that you're hearing on your it's headphones. Ca- it's ca- it's got to be coming through from the what, whatever, like the latency or the bandwidth or whatever the, the fuck it is. Yeah. And I'm not recording your end, so we can't hear your side. So I'm the only person who will ever hear it. Well, I mean, I guess since you just told me it sounded exactly like a playing card being scratched against my stubble... Oh, they'll, they'll hear that part, I guess, so they'll have a frame of reference. There it is. That's um, what I was saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm caught up now. I just took a sip of coffee. All right, I'm in. Ready to go. Uh, Welcome to 2928. Um, you want to get that out of the way in the first episode? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, we should totally Let's fucking do that. Point. Yeah. Oh, my God. If you are listening to us... Um, and you'd like to interact with us in any way or tell us, um, I mean, pretty much anything, um, you can contact us through Twitter. Our Twitter is at 2928digital. Um, our website is 2928.digital. And our Gmail is 2928 <coughs> dot digital at gmail.com so you can contact us any of those ways um we are also personally on twitter you can probably find us through the fact that the only person to ever retweet uh the 2928 digital account on twitter is me um and yeah i mean get into contact with us if you like the show uh couple people already have um or if you think it's bullshit and you think we should change the format or you think that we should have guests on which i've had so many people either tell me they want to guess we're not we're not changing format because that would mean we would have to do planning on top of what we're already preparing for and i don't think either of us have the ambition or time for that we're not having guests because we can barely have enough internet to support us talking to each other good point um as a side note i just ruined the recording um what did you do i i pressed the space bar while in QuickTime, and it stopped it and started playing it back to me so i have 12 minutes of recorded time so we have to reclap oh for christ's sake yeah so wait at what point did that happen just now it just happened i just did it all right so it'll be fine. Okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> and then you could just edit that one out. <laughs> or not. I don't care. Or not. I'll save it for later.
Uh, <laughs> just that's how. Save no, but I, so yeah, well, I, I'm I'm still not. I don't know if we're gonna have guests ever on this show. But if you if you want us as guests on your podcast, let us know. We can oh, do that's it that way. Totally, let's do that. Invite, us, invite us over, and we'll we'll uh, invite we'll be there. us over. Oh my god. Will we be there? Will we be there, all of us? Or is it? Or is it one of those things where we guest star? We have to uh, divide up our resources, and like you guest star on one show, and I guest star on another show. Well, I mean, it depends on the format of that other show. I'm not going to tell another show how to do it. If they want to have two guests on it, that's not unheard of. It's a good but idea. If it's like a single guest setup, then that's their choice, man. It's uh, it's the 21st century. You can have as many podcast guests as you want. Should we start trying to find shows that we can guest star on? I mean, I'm not going to be that proactive about it. Uh, I think we should do that. Um, I, li- I like to wait to be invited somewhere and then just assume they don't want me there if I don't get invited. <laughs> e- regardless of if they know that I'm interested. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, did I tell you the whole... Wait, okay, so so Chuck Berry died. Yes, he did. And he was ancient. He was 90 years old. It's old enough. I, th- I mean, I guess I guess Chuck Berry thought the same thing. Yeah, I mean... That's old enough. Yeah, that's good enough. We did it. What, what am I doing here anyway? Let's get on with it. So, this uh, brought up a, a thing. Um, my old co-worker at uh, at the last job I had, she is from Florida. She moved up to like rural Vermont to like do her. I want to be the fuck away from people thing, which I'm totally down with. And so her and her husband live up here and they live in the boonies. And she was saying to me the other day, I ran into her at the, at the, um, the store in town. Um, the gas station slash general store. Um, and she was saying, you know, I'm getting bummed about all these, you know, I was getting bummed about all these celebrities and we were talking about it. And my friend came over and like produced a, a list and slapped down a list and said, all right, 50, here are 50 celebrities that I think are going to die in 2017. Okay. And he's like, now you guys make your lists 50 apiece, and then whoever has the most choice picks by the end of 2017, the losers go in and buy the winner a, a nice bottle of whiskey. It's a Deadpool. You guys are playing a Deadpool. It's a Deadpool. Mm-hmm. So Chuck Berry died this week. Did you have him on your list? I don't have a list. I'm not in the Deadpool. It's just I, I could – I. You know, she asked me if I wanted to be in it next year. I said, hell yeah. I mean, I could also dip in right now. It's, uh, you know, it's March. It's fucking mid-March. Past mid-March. And uh, I could just play with a severe handicap, I guess. Yeah. Uh, because already 150 people have been picked. Um, but it's so funny because there's so many people. And it's not just actors, actresses. It's It kind of extends to just popular culture sort of stuff. So, like, you know, you could pick, uh, assuming all these people were alive, you could pick people like Joe DiMaggio. You could pick, you know, whatever. I know Joe DiMaggio's dead. 
Um, you would be already setting yourself up for failure on that. Which one. is funny because I looked at her list, and when I was going through her list, um, whatever it was yesterday or the day before, whenever I was like, oh, fuck, Chuck Berry died, I got to check her list. Or I got to check because I have all three of their lists, so I can kind of play along in a little way right. um, by just checking. And I'm looking down the list, and I, you know, first list, um, their their friend Mahan didn't have anything he doesn't have anything yet neither does her husband nolan nothing yet um but bridget herself already has like two people that she picked um that are already dead so she's winning already and she came in i think they they had picked their lists before she even got to pick um because she had mary tyler moore and someone else um but i was looking at her list and she picked someone who was already dead who was that Butros Butros Gali. Okay. So. Butros I, Butros Gali. All I know about him is that he was a David Letterman punchline a, a lot. That guy was awesome. <laughs> anyway. Um, hey. Yeah. Who succeeded uh, succeeded him as oh Kofi Annan maybe? Oh, was he from the UN? Is that yeah. what his deal was? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. If you are head of the UN, you have to have a sweet name. That's the rule. So anyway, next year, you want to get on in on the Deadpool? I mean, it seems very macabre, but um. Uh, yeah, I, I love that action. Yeah, it's super, I mean, macabre is a good way to describe it, I guess. But the way Bridget described it to me was that it's not, it, it's, it's like more about, you know, the depression is already set in when people are like, up oh, such and such dead, you know, and I guess I feel like this kind of started with Frank Sinatra. My pencil just broke in two pieces randomly. Um... Like ant eaters got had gotten to it or something or termites rather. Ant eaters? <laughs> I meant termites. <laughs> An ant eater, a Vermont ant eater, got to your pencil. <laughs> God damn it! Um, That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> the pencil. Just... I just p- picture a line of ant eaters like infesting your house, <laughs> scaring and confusing Marcy. <laughs> <laughs> she would just like do that thing where she like stomps on them and tries to play with them all um she'll she'll like get down into like play pose which is like the 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 down dog stretch but back yeah and then she just like slaps at things um she does that with spiders and stuff which is hilarious no but the 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 deadpool thing the the way it was described to me is that you're already kind of like bummed because all these people, and I was going to say, I was going to use Frank Sinatra as like kind of the example, you know, um, Princess Di is maybe a little bit more uh, of a, like a horrific example. Like people loved Princess Diana, right? I guess. They had this whole huge thing. There were so many mourners. People were pissed. You know, it's like whatever. But like, if you think of that or you think of like uh, Frank Sinatra, just a, a big name of the olden days, kind of something that kind of resembles, uh, you know, an era or something like that. 
and they've already reached like a certain age which is old and then they die and everyone's like fuck that person died that means you know it's just like this um it's like a symbol for you know um you know a, a bleak future almost right for for a certain era for a certain generation so if you take that as a, as like an idea or an example and then you think that's going to happen anyway, depending on who are these people who die. You're going to be bummed. Like, you know, everyone was totally bummed when David Bowie died, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, the other guy, Alan Rickman. Thank you. Right? Like, th- those are depressing deaths because they're like, you know, they kind of symbolize their entire, their, you know, they're good examples of their in- of their specific industries i guess does that make sense yeah like just outstanding examples of their particular arts you know um so i feel like instead of being depressed and this is how she pitched it to me she's like instead of being depressed you know just kind of like make it a game yeah okay i mean i i I have nothing against it i'm just saying it's like you know, instead I, as of as long as as long, I mean, I just like, I just picture like, the last week, before the final numbers come in, and like someone's just two people down, and then at that point, that person's like cheering for two people to to kick the bucket so they could win a bottle of whiskey. But I guess that's why the that's why the stake is so low, right? Because I mean, like, it's like during right now with March Madness and everything, it's like. I'm actively cheering against teams that are on, like I'm cheering against underdogs. So my bracket stays intact. Like there are teams that like, Oh, it's the first time they've ever made it to, to the you know, <laughs> NCAA tournament. And then when they start threatening to, to beat a, a higher seed, if I don't, if I didn't pick that, that underdog, I'm, I'm literally cheering against these poor kids that are going against like these, these, these basketball factory schools Totally, like, they're yeah. legitimately like it's a it's a it's a historic occasion for not just their school but for the, these these young kids. And I'm like, no, no, you <laughs> fail, you fail at this. <laughs> and that every once in a while gets to me, so oh. I can't imagine cheering for like Fiveish Finkel to die. You know, it's 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 not great. <laughs> no, it's not great, but. Um... Uh, yeah yeah i'm with you i mean it's just i feel like that's even that's maybe worse um but again that's why like a bottle of whiskey is not a huge bet it's not 500 dollars, right it's not you know what's our our fantasy league is like you who won 600 dollars? it was uncle josh right yeah so uncle josh won 600 dollars. that's like a good chunk of money right to to be like to do nothing but play fake sports, yeah. Right. So, I w- you know, the celebrity death pool, something like that, would never be stakes that high. Mm-hmm. You know, you would just, you know, buy a nice bottle of whiskey, or if more people were in it, maybe they bought you buy two bottles of whiskey or something. Well, there's a... Forget what the book is called. I think it's by a British author about the. It might be just called like the Dark Net or something like that about about the Dark Net. And there was. It started off as like a, a tech theory where 
if they created I'm trying to remember this because I read it a year ago or so they created like you could create a pool online putting not like more or less odds or popularity on certain political figures or whatever Mm -hmm. so that once it like if people were putting money behind it once it got to a certain number you're basically putting a bounty in that person's head so if someone were so inclined like oh this is this is how it's set up it's the same way it's like a deadpool you're putting money on on the odds that the that you think this is someone's going to die ah shit i want to i want to get this right hold on (laughs) <laughs> but it, it basically it gets to the point where it incentiv- incentivizes someone like person B to assassinate this figure mm-hmm. so that person A will then be wiring funds to them. It makes it, ah, what is it called? Oh, the assassination market. Here we go. There you go. Is a prediction market where any party can place a bet using anonymous electronic money, so like Bitcoin. Yep. On the date of death of... Oh, that's what it is. So you're betting on the day that someone's going to die of a given individual and collect the payoff if they guess, which is in quotation marks, the date correctly. Wow. This would incentivize assassination of individuals because the assassin, knowing when the action would take place, could profit by making an accurate bet on the time of that subject's death because the payoff for that... Because the payoff is for accurately picking the date rather than performing the action of assassin of the assassin. It is substantially more difficult to assign criminal liability for the assassination. But yeah, in 1994's The Cybernomicon, uh, Timothy C. May, a cypherpunk, the concept is, and its potential effects are also referred to as assassination politics. That's real weird. And the fact that Bitcoin's an encrypted... Uh, person-to-person uh currency kind of uh made this more possible so you're not like following like a wire transfer so it doesn't look like you're you're purchasing a hit or anything like that right yeah that's real weird um but but they keep it old school in vermont it's all pen and paper out there yeah i mean i'll (laughs) i'll send you the lists if you want to follow along with their their whole deal yeah might as well i want to see what these people pick yeah, because, I mean, I'm, there are a couple, like, it's funny because, you know, you try to do it because, like, I think maybe they were doing it, like, on the wire and they wanted to kind of, like, make it before January 1st. So you have a little bit of that, like, I don't know, th- that eagerness that, like, uh, shit, I got the deadline of, like, I don't want this to happen tomorrow and to miss one kind of thing, I guess. But she was also saying that if we do one next year, we should figure out a way to draft. Oh, you know? yeah. You know, imagine like you have your, you know, but there's no, it's not like, you know, how, how cool would it be to just like sit down and I, again, super, this is super dark because you're dealing with well, what, death. What but you would have to do is you would have to have categories. Right. Like you could basically set it up similar to a fantasy football where like, you have your you you can have like three positions ce- yeah you can have like three celebrities two politicians right uh you know four musicians like right. and then uh, some flex players and whatnot right but we we would have to someone would actively have to set up some sort of uh formula or algorithm or whatever to 
Because it couldn't... It... Well, okay. <laughs> if, if you want to make it, like, all celebrities, like Justin Bieber to Gandhi, you know, that type of shit. Yeah. Obviously, Gandhi's not a good example. Mahatma <laughs> <laughs> um, Gandhi. Um, but, um, but if you wanted to make it from, like, snap to tail, head to toe, like, everyone who everyone, anyone would be familiar with, mm-hmm. they w- you would then need to bring into it a, a, uh, a waiting system. As far as waiting the people, waiting the peoples who are dying. So, you know, uh, uh, like, I don't even know. Like, like, Robert De Niro is much closer to the point of death than Candace Cameron, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it's like he would be worth less points than someone who's 30 years younger than him. Oh, Jesus. Okay, but if, so but you're... If, but, if the, but if the person who is 30 years younger has a history of drug use and whatnot, then that would count against them as well. So that would make them more likely to die than, say, um, uh, uh, some clean living person, you know? Good point. So all those factors, you'd have to, you'd have to take age, lifestyle... Uh, uh, profession, and then things. If you wanted to get down to like like locality and uh, uh, history of, of 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 you know dangerous activities or something like that. If I already said that, and that would be weighted into a system where, if you wanted to go big and pick a bunch of wild cards, you could catch up on points. But sure. if you wanted to go safe and get some sure things, you might run away with it because all the wild cards didn't go. Right. So, how would you do the system? You do like a three point, two point, one point, or you would you be would you make it like way more complicated than that? I mean, you it would have to be no, no. I think you could keep it simple, and and do like I you'd probably do like a, a one point to five point system depending on on those factors. And you would say like if Justin Bieber died, that would be a five. If Justin Bieber died, it might be put at like a, a a four or even a three, depending on what's going on, because he's all like, he's a douche nozzle, and and he also has like a history of like reckless driving garbage and shit on his on his cul-de-sac. So like, I I haven't looked that much into it, but like like because he's younger and everything, and I'm I I imagine he's getting into drugs now. He's got to be. Um, <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> That's just so hilarious. He's gotta be. <laughs> yeah, like Tim Tebow would probably be a five. Perfect. Okay, so religious, like clean living, clean yeah, living athlete in like more or less the peak of his condition. Unless he's like using like supplements or something that's going to stop his heart in two days or something you know but that doesn't apparently that doesn't even happen look at all these fucking athletes that have used uh you know actually that's a funny thing you say that someone did out of their out of their 150 people someone picked lance armstrong oh yeah yeah so. suicide <laughs> would, would would there be points for oh well that's oof Okay, so it's a it's it's a it's a weighted system, and then it's a multi pronged point system. So you mm-hmm. get points for the person you choose based on their weight, not their physical weight, but like their weight in the system. Right. You get points if you pick the way in which they die, and you mm-hmm. get points if you pick the 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 day in which they die. 
Okay, this is now you're making this insanely incompl- insanely complicated. It's not complicated. It just you're giving it a lot more thought than just picking some uh, some random names you think is gonna die. So you actually have to you face the uh, consequences of your choices here. But like, so okay, so you'd say like I pick um, David Duchovny, and okay. I would say. Suicide, July 17th. Oh, man. You heard it here first, people. That's not... It's not gonna happen. That guy is totally good. But, like... I'm gonna say Matthew Fox. (laughs) Drunk driving. Oh, my God. October 11th. We're gonna have to listen back to these episodes if someone actually perishes one of those two gentlemen so okay anyway we'll talk more about that later that's this is this is like a a 23 minute conversation about dead celebrities um well no it's about dying about celebrities dying not dead celebrities okay fine it's 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 about all of it though because it's about the concept of it anyway um i didn't i didn't know this would be such a uh i i thought almost for sure you were going to be like that's stupid and then i'd go on to the next thing that i was going to tell you <laughs> no this this type of stuff is actually interesting to me <laughs> can i can i don't just tell me don't tell me any more about your boiler <laughs> can i because <laughs> i because your eyes glaze over can i uh offer a correction from um episode 11 no why uh because it's important to me because Listening back to Drunk Me, I realized that I said something twice just wrong. It's like, um, I don't know. It's as if I said, uh, you know, I don't know. What's a good example? It's example. It's as if I said the challenger when I really meant the endeavor. Oh, that would be really awkward. Yeah. And And no one would ever do that. But... What I said was, <laughs> I said Svalborg, and that's not a place. It's Svalbard, B-A-R-D. But I think maybe I was just too drunk, and I just slurred it, but it sounded like I said Svalborg. Well, on the, on that same point, uh, it was probably episode 10, which yeah. was the beginning of the drunk one. Yeah. And we, we were saying all the different multicultural uh, cheers and salutes. And before I said Slanja correctly, I said Sinn Féin, which, which is the, the Northern Republican Resistance, or, or the, the, North, <laughs> the Irish Republic Resistance Party. So. Um, well, you also said, I don't even know how you said that word, and it's Slanja. Slanja. Yeah, that's what I said. I gotta listen back to 10. I'm pretty sure I said it accurately when I finally said it. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said... I don't think so. It's, anyway, amazing. Small word. Oh, my God. Um, Kim brought me home some number three pencils, and... Uh, oh, my Gross. <laughs> my coworker swears by them. He's like, yeah, they hold a, t- they hold a fine tip longer. And I've been using one for a couple days, and it's real weird. I can't believe it's, you know, is Kim's... It, l- is it, like, a softer, like, it, does it... It's harder. It, 
it's it's harder okay so but does that make a darker imprint when you're using it or is it like you have to write harder to make a mark that's awful not really cuz you you it's it's like it's like sen- it's like setting a super sensitive trackpad or mouse like you're su- you, you, what is the most logical thing to do is to set your trackpad or mouse to be extremely sensitive because your um your your pointer or your 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 wrist or hands avil- ability to compensate for that is better your body is so good at being able to remap the fact that I'm actually moving a physical, like maybe I'm moving my finger on a trackpad a physical inch, right? But the mouse is going fully from one side of the screen to the other side of the screen. That's way better than the alternative, which is taking like a mouse and doing this move. I can't, I can't see what you're doing. You can hear it. It's the the thing that you do when you lift it, when you move the mouse as far as it can go and you lift it up and you put it over right again another like five inches or, or so, put it down and then you slide it again and you do that a bunch of times until you get the mouse all the way to the other side of the screen. Are you, using, ma- are you using a mouse with like a, a, ball, a, a roll ball in it? No, they have fucking, they're all lasered these days. So why do you have to lift it? to get over there why can't you just what do you what's your work surface on just like some formica shit but that that's not if you you have to lift it still to pull it over because it would just go back to the right okay i got it but like what i'm saying is how many doing it like you it was like making like horse noises with coconuts or something (laughs) what is that what does that mean (laughs) oh What I'm saying is, like, you, your hand and your body, you can remap how you do something. Um, these, f- what is it, the fine motor skills, I guess, is what it is. But, like, you have the ability to remap that instantly, easily. It's like changing watches, you know, or, or using a new phone or Something like that. You do this stuff all the time. People don't think of it, and just people don't want to change. So it drives me up the fucking wall when I go to use someone else's computer, and the mouse track speed is the tracking speed is sent to like the slowest shit on earth. Because I'm like, how do you get anything done? Like, it takes me five minutes to move the mouse to where I need it to go. That's stupid. So anyway, um, number three pencil, not bad. Don't know if I'm convinced. I'll probably still use a number two. All right. With me? Yeah, I got you. Also, we're not supposed to, like, talk about or like Uber because their, like, company is bullshit or something. And the. I don't support the company. I support the drivers. Right. I'm just saying the guy is, like, supposedly, like, super sexist or, like, the whole company is or some shit, and we're supposed to, like... Okay, well, show me a company that doesn't have shortcomings, and and I will stop taking Uber. I totally agree. Um, apparently, it's particularly egregious, all of the, uh, the stuff that keeps happening. I don't, I don't know. Anyway. Um, really, really hot butt- button issues for you today, huh? No, I'm just saying, like, they did that whole thing with the, like, when the taxi cabs were striking, they were still going, and, like, 
you know yeah, all that man it was it was uh, it was stupid and uh whatever yeah but everyone's up in a tizzy about it so you know it, you know anyway my question for you is i i've told your uh i've told your um your last story to like five people already and instead of being like just listen to the show and have Gailey tell you about it i have for some reason just told the the story of the uh el salvadorian conspiracy theorist Mm -hmm. so and everyone thinks that's funny so did you have any good ones this week is the question uh like i said last week i don't want to turn into the it is one. no this that's that this is this is the show now oh i i brought my my parents went to eat dinner last night because they're it's the last weekend they're here and we took, where, uh, where, where'd we took you go Robert, uh place called connie and ted's it's like a cape cobs cape cod seafood restaurant type place all right oysters. sweet sweet um but uh the lady who drove us like it's i have the same line of chit chat through all of them it's like i'm rehearsing but finding like it's a different cast each time i'm with them so it always, <laughs> eventually it always gets to uh oh so where are you from and you're like oh i'm from here originally what about you folks where are you from and we said upstate new york which which i always say and she goes oh whereabouts in albany and i and she's like upstate new york i was like oh no we're we're from right near albany she goes really and she had lived there with her kids and then moved to amsterdam what? For like ten years, so that was really weird. What? <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that's great. I love when that happens. Small world. Yeah, it really is. I mean, there's like, there really aren't that many places, you know. <laughs> I mean, there are, but there are more people than places. You know. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. <laughs> But what do you think about the tax system? Taxes? Yeah. What do you think about the the taxes? Like in the states? Like just taxes in general. I hate taxes, dude. Right. I. But I, would you? If you had more power over where your tax money was going if it was more representative of like just going back to like the whole uber thing and like people divesting and everything Mm -hmm. if if you had more choice over where your particular money was going Mm -hmm. don't you think more people would be okay like if it was if it was more like a donation setup in the long run Mm -hmm. if everybody knew that they were going to pay taxes Mm -hmm. and all the departments and and projects and like basically everything that's in that our taxes go to now to some degree mm-hmm. if those departments all had some sort of like crowdfunding page mm-hmm. where they made their pitches to explain exactly what your money was going to go towards for their for the the tax money that they need and how much money they need to achieve that stuff mm-hmm. i think wouldn't that be more of a like a representative tax system than people that get the majority of a vote go to the state and then vote on another thing for whatever bipartisan reasons or or partisan reasons rather yeah i mean so so like (laughs) if we all went into it understanding like i make this amount of money 
I'll pay this amount of taxes, Mm -hmm. but I get to earmark where those taxes go. That would be, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking about all the, like, I just don't like taxes. This is one of those few times because where we don't, we don't really get like an itemized receipt for what our fucking taxes have bought, you know? No. And it's I mean, basically a loan to the goddamn government. Right. This, this is weighing, this has been weighing on me, Lopez. So this is this is fine because this is I, I'm going to just go forth and say this is a case in which you have thought about something enough so that you think that there is a way to save it and or, or a way to uh, at, li- at least make it feel better. Well, I mean, I, I think there's a lot in not just government, but using government as a as a as the talking point. There's there's a lot that can be updated and streamlined that's not being done right now you know it's there's so much stuff there's so much and there's too much not being done like the there's a there's a fundamental issue with many organizations or many systems that receive their funding via taxpayer dollars um I mean, there's so many examples. Uh, I'll pick one. Burlington, Vermont, uh, city, like, uh, what's it called? The people who, like, clean up the town and shit. The the town, it's really, you just call it the town, right? It's like, oh, the town takes care of that. But that's, like, it's, it's the city like services and shit right. like that okay. okay now each town has the those in place when they're when those organizations are smaller i think they're more efficient when they're this is super weird because now we're getting into like if you're talking about where politics lie or where your views lie this is where i start to kind of fall from the far left or even the mid left um i think typically my views tend to lean a little slightly left and but close to the middle um but i'm not conservative really i don't think i would like people to be proactive but i would also like people to work harder i i I feel like there's a i feel like there's a big problem with like the general work ethic um, that exists in our country. We've gone really, there's ah, there's so much to say about this. It's so fucked up. But like people will say things like, like, like there's this kid I, I just, um, who was just working with us recently. He was helping us out. And, uh, and he's real young, you know what I mean? So, like, I, I don't – whenever I talk to someone who's, like, 20 years old and I know, you know, 10 years to experience 10 years more now that I'm 30, you know, at 20 years old, I thought I knew everything about the, about the world, right? That's pretty much how that goes. You know, you're arrogant. You think you know how things work. I, but at 20 years old, I think I knew a lot more than I actually know now. I think, I, I, I think I've retained as much information as I knew at one point. 
So, <laughs> do you mean? <laughs> especially listening back to some of these episodes, I feel <laughs> noticeably dumber than I once was. <laughs> and I don't know if it's from spending close to a decade in in LA or if it's from <laughs> you know pickling my brain on uh, drunk podcasts. But <laughs> I mean, uh, that all of that I'm sure plays uh, plays a role, but. There are a lot of, there are a lot of, you know, I've gotten to the point finally where I'm looking at the youth of America and I'm thinking, I'm old now because I'm to the point where I'm thinking, we're fucked. These people don't want to do anything, right? These people don't work hard. And that's not to say this is the case for everybody, but I keep on coming across, you know, scenarios in which I meet someone and they're just kind of there for the ride. And it's not a Vermont vibe necessarily. It's just kind of a general aura. Well, where 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 are you meeting them? You're meeting them when you work at a winery, or you're meeting them on a ski slope, or something like that. Because you're gonna get very different like mentalities if it's just like a part time job or, you know, a day out. I agree with all of that. However. I think that I've always had a, minus the fact that I, you know, the things that are just part of who I am, like, I'm not a very timely person. That's always been an issue for me. So showing up late kind of shows maybe that you are, you know, being tardy shows that maybe you don't care. Uh, But when, I mean, I try to compensate by working hard. And then again, my issue with the fact that I talk too much, that probably also shows a lot of people that maybe I'm not as hard of a worker as I could be. But throughout my entire life, even when I was 19 and I had, you know, I had a pretty cool job, you know, working as a, um, as basically a, um, a waiter, I learned that job from nothing and I worked my freaking ass off i i did all that i could okay (laughs) i did all that i could (laughs) are you serious oh god you think I could get this sentence out? Probably not. I did all that I could to not only work hard, but show that I was learning and working. <laughs> oh. You want to leave a cliffhanger and then start the next... Well, I mean, uh... what, what, what's the point that you're making, I guess, is that you don't see that coming from the, the youth that you've uh, encountered? No. I did, not only do I not see it, I, I don't see I don't see anyone under the age of 25 working hard. And when I do see people working hard, you know, it might be kind of sporadically. It might be... I'm working hard here and then I'm not working hard or I'm working, you know, it's like there are a few people, um, the, the few people that I've worked with that do work hard are all into their late twenties already. So it's like, I don't know if it's something that changes in your mind. You're like, 
okay, now I'm working hard because I'm already old and I need to make money. And it's like there's a difference between hustling for your own money and working hard and being respected for working hard or understanding what respect is, you know, or how people respect you for your level of work, right? Now, with all that said, let's go back to the like highway department sort of example. Oh, if, please do that. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're funded mostly by tax dollars, okay, and you work in one of those like highway departments or something like that, there's a lot of downtime, right? And I'm not saying you have to be 20 years old for this to to uh, be the case. But I've had people say to me I said, you know, to them, well, what was you, you know, what would you do for work before this? Uh, I worked for the highway department, you know, pretty easy job. You know, we just, uh, you know, the last few hours of work on Fridays are great, you know, so I kind of stopped, stopped working. And I'm like, cause, cause here I am saying like, oh, what did you do before that you clearly got fired from so that you're here working with me now? And they're like, oh, you know, uh, excuses, excuses. I'm not used to working hard on Fridays. Like, what the fuck is that? Shut the fuck up and work. You're here. Help me work. I need your help right now. I'm not your boss, but I don't want to... this is a person or two in particular that you're talking about. (laughs) I'm actually kind of glossing about five or six people whom I've met together. Um, These people... Okay, so there's... Here's another thing. Like, I'm thinking highway department now. The last time I saw... um, you know the guys who come down – so there's the, the team that comes down and takes down the trees, yeah. right? And then there's the team that comes and, like, fills in the potholes and shit like that? Yeah. Okay. In Vermont, I've seen multiple times – fucking – this has happened maybe five times a piece. You see one guy doing all the work and you see two or three other guys doing fucking nothing, right? And – there was this one particular time that I'm thinking of um, where they were filling in potholes right in front of the winery and they spent three hours in front of the winery, okay, filling in potholes around the corner. I have never touched asphalt, you know, with a shovel. I've never worked with asphalt. Not a thing I do. I could have completed what they did in 15 minutes alone. They were there for three hours. One person was like fake moving traffic, of which there wasn't any. And the there was another guy sitting in the truck the whole time, just like having lunch or something. And then getting out, walking around and getting back in the truck. Did didn't do anything. Okay. So three guys. And it took them about three hours. But is it the system that says, all right, you got to go do something for three hours and then put in your, on your time card? Because you're putting in on your time card, ah, we did you know this and this and that in Cambridge, Vermont. It took us three hours. But did it? And do you have not enough work to do? Is that the question? Or are you not figuring out? Are you mismanaged? You know what I mean? So there's like, all of this stuff of like we don't work hard as a society anymore i think we did maybe in the you know when we had to during like the depression 
and then you see your parents work hard and thus you kind of work hard but then like as the generations go on people work less and less hard because you can find ways to get around working hard i mean you know and this isn't the case for like computer programmers uh, computer wow computer programmers or like people like that people who have desk jobs can still work hard right um but I think a lot of times people don't have the correct motivation to work hard. So I think our tax dollars are so fucking wasted. Like money doesn't go as as far as it used to, even close. And inflation in just our lifetimes alone has probably about doubled. You know. I can't keep going. I'm going to have to stop because you're not going to have anything to retort against or whatever. Train! 
junkers, no tobacco chewers, and no cigar smokers because uh, this train is a clean train. You know this train? Let's ride the train.